All right. All recording? We're philosophers, but we're fake. I didn't get the are, are you recording on my end. Okay, go ahead and record. Are you sure you're recording? Yes. No, because well, usually you're not recording yet. Oh, oops. Yeah, there you go. Recording in progress. Uh, now there we're we recording. Go. Okay, so I'm going to record just because I want to be uh, part of the... Uh, part of the <laughs> don't want to be left out. Yeah, don't want to be. Part of the speed. Cool. Uh, okay. Hello and welcome to this episode of Fake Philosophers. My name is Mitch. I will be the host for this episode. With me is uh, my friend Mike. Hi. Um, and again, virtually, um, but not missing an ounce of quality is our friend Eddie. Hi, Eddie. Hi. I'm virtual, but. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> um, last episode we had a we we. Um, we had a little fun doing a, a different thing where we reviewed a list of conversation starters. And I don't know about you guys. I don't know about you listeners. It was fun making it. And I thought we had a lot of natural kind of just funny observations and bits, you know, that blossom from that. So I thought we'd give that another try. But before we get to that, we wanted to uh, do our little sponsor moment. Big shout out to our, 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 our not sponsor. Our not sponsors. Um, some commercials out there are so just annoying, terrible, and they buy way too much ad space and do not invest enough in creativity. Um, and they have an effect. Mike, do you want to explain this? To where like, it's just so, the commercial's so annoying or just bad. It can be well-made, but if it's annoying or you just, you just don't want to use that product and you even will go out of your way if someone brings it up to say, do not use that product. Um, an example would be any YouTube ad at the beginning of an ad, uh, that's a, a fair. YouTube ad or in the middle of a YouTube video and it cuts to go to that ad, whatever that ad is, I will not, I, I will agree, not I agree use with it. That. it. It's left a horrible taste in my mouth. So I've missed a lot of movies because of that. Oh, I'm sure. But so that this will be, um, our shout out to our non-sponsors. Um, so today's episode not brought to you by Gettle. Air conditioning. Gettle air conditioning. I'm not. Is it? It's region. Is it regional or is it? Oh yeah, I, th I think it's more regional. Okay, but. so it's for our our, our <laughs> non West Coast listeners. I've never even heard of the damn. Thing. What is it so about I the commercial that's so annoying? No reach on that. I've never even heard of the business. So. I never heard of it either until these stupid commercials on the radio. It's just like public radio on FM. Right. Um, I'm gonna mute my phone. You, you could. <laughs> Why? <laughs> um, so I. I because I've moved around a lot the last few years. I feel like I've been hearing this commercial since, or these diff series of commercials for Gettle air conditioning since at least 2017, <laughs> 16, 17. And the guy, I forgot his name, who owns it, is always the narrator of the commercial. Yeah. Um, Do an example. Ken, Ken, Ken Goodrich. Ken Goodrich, that's it. Yeah, yeah. It's Ken, and it's always like, the first commercial I heard is like, Hi, I'm Ken Goodrich, owner of Gettle. I, I forgot what he said, but it's like, my passion is air conditioning. Growing up, my dad fixed air conditioning. And I, I would be next to him. He'd let me hold the flashlight. He taught me everything. He'd say, son, you have to get the best quality and blah, blah, blah. And it's not that the commercial was necessarily bad, but it's like a full 60 seconds long. <laughs> and you hear it like I maybe I had a commute like an hour. I'd hear it at least five times mm. in that hour. Like he bought up all this ad space. Yeah. And since then, let's say, it's that, let's say that was like 2017. They've evolved, and I know more about this man's life than I should. <laughs> I know his dog's name is Sadie. Oh, my God. I know his dog's name is Sadie. I know that a, there was a bit there where he would give a flashlight to every new customer oh to, to honor his father. Yay. 
Um, he has characters on it now. Like he has this redneck guy who's like his friend who works for him and loves yeah, working for that. him. I've heard that one. The um, one I've heard was, uh, and this is the same one. He's like, one of my, my my technicians was out there and the owner of the house, her mom just died and he was trying to take down a bed. This might not be Gettle. This might be someone completely. It sounds bed. like Gettle. Uh, and my technician went and helped them take down the bed. It was their good deed for free. And because uh, that's the kind of service we want. And if I'm, if it's not Gettle, Fuck that commercial too. It, it might as well um, be Gettle. Yeah. So uh, you listen it, to AM radio or something. Yes. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I don't listen to AM radio. I listen to FM. <laughs> that, unfortunately, that makes sense because those types of yeah, that's like demonry these days. So, but, it, but you're right because even because he, he he always is like, and our technicians are the best. I think the phrase is like they yeah. do it. They don't do it the easy way. They do it the right way. I've heard that one too. Um, okay. So the, the 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 gist of all this is if your commercial's that bad, you should. Uh, not only will I not use it, I encourage people to not use it because your commercial's terrible and it irritates me. Don't get your air conditioner fixed. Sue not me from Gettle. Live with it. Save Go money. anywhere else. So, so here's the effect this commercial's had on me. <laughs> so like I said, he, he had super personal, which, okay, fine. Soft Weird. selling. Soft selling. So for a while, um, now my commute's only about 25 minutes normally. And normally I'll just put on like YouTube. Um, I'll put on like the news or I'll listen to music on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And recently, because I had to disconnect my uh, Bluetooth, for, uh, so I could use, I could listen to music and use my navigation because that's irritating when it goes over your thing. Yeah. Um, I listened to FM radio again. That commercial came on, uh, and I literally it. like, I got mad. Like, <laughs> I was just like, this guy's still out there. So yeah, he's <laughs> anyway. Everywhere. Yeah, I mean there there is no shortage of annoying commercials, um, especially for those of us too poor to afford XM radio or pay for podcasts that we can just skip through. So Can't you just, just gonna... listen to your MP3s like I do MP3s on, on, yeah, on your phone, on my old iPod. Yeah. My, my iPod, my iPod <laughs> wow, nano. I, it's well, you can store them on your phone and it's, What's what I, like... that's why I listen. Uh, I, I actually have YouTube premium. Oh. What's YouTube's red. YouTube red or whatever. Yeah. I, I have, I pay like $10 a month for the premium. So I don't get commercials. So I listen to music on YouTube. Okay. Exactly. Um, I have limited data, so I'm not that fancy. Oh, wow. Limited data. I have rollover still. Whoa. I, I called in to update my phone for AT&T. They're like, yeah, well, there's no rollover anymore. Wow. Well, anyway, yes, that, uh, was, uh, that was great. That was uh, today's episode not brought not to you brought by. Not brought to you by. Look forward to more okay. of those. Gettle. Gettle, fuck you. Because I have no idea what you're talking about. I The one commercial I just hated, I hated, and... You guys were around the Quiznos commercials with those things like the like the annoying orange, but they put oh, them on those weird. I hated like that. with the weird and eyes, I, the crazy shit. Yeah, I do remember I, that. I just um, never went to. A, I tried Quiznos once and it was fine, but uh, yeah, false advertising. That, those little things weren't there. Yeah, yeah, it was bullshit. <laughs> um. Anyway, so yeah, we'll we'll look forward to more of those uh, little segments not brought to you by um but today what we're what we're gonna we're, what we're gonna do is um i thought it'd be fun i we're gonna call this segment for now until we think of a better one we're gonna call it mitch's lists um i i randomly searched a few just uh random lists and i have four options and uh whichever one we decide we want to go down we can we can go ahead and look at um so i have four you guys can i can read them off to you or we can do we could pick a number um or do you have a wheel a wheel um, or a die, a die. Do you have a random? Do you have a random number generator? Four sided die. I, I, I can. I can real quick. Random number generator. Cool. One through four. Minimum one. Maximum four. Generate. Four. Number four. And number four is I uh, ten college majors with the best starting salaries. 
So that sounds boring. Let's not do that one. Um, <laughs> We're going to do with the first one I looked up today. I haven't read these. This is 12 relationship deals. So thank you for looking for that number generator. I'm glad, um, I'm but, glad uh, it was no, no, thank you. Um, This one's called... Brought to called, you by an air conditioning company. Not brought to you by Mike's phone. You know, it's because you had your phone ring at the beginning of the episode. Karma. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. That's fair. Um, so this list is 12 relationship deal breakers that you should not tolerate. Does that... I guess we'll find out. Does that mean deal breakers that like shouldn't be deal breakers? You shouldn't tolerate them or deal breakers like, no, they're deal breakers. I'm assuming it's uh, uh, no, that's a deal breaker. Um, The the wording is kind of, yeah, it's, it's vague. Um, And I should be clear. It does not say should not tolerate. It says shouldn't tolerate just for accuracy's sake. Okay. Dumb joke. Sorry. Uh, This is written by, this is in lifehack.com. Uh, I written by written by Sylvia Smith. Uh, Sylvia is a big believer in living because of blah, 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 blah of any uh pre-thoughts anything that you guys can think of that would be deal breakers in a relationship that uh so one for me um and and i know with with my lady we've talked about it and she she kind of agrees if um if my if if the girl i'm dating obviously now i'm stuck with her yeah but um if i was out there dating and and a girl pretty much told me i had to pick between her or any one of my friends even if i liked her more than the friend yeah i would say for making me make the choice, it's not going to be you. That's one you don't hear too often as a deal breaker, because that's a, but that's a good point for someone to be that like possessive. Yeah, I've it, I've been fortunate to where I've never been put in that situation, mm-hmm. but I know people who have, and I and I know people who've made either choice. Like I know some people who've made the relationship choice, some people who said fuck that and made the friend choice. Interesting. For me, it's if you are going to make me make that uh, choice. Yeah. Even if, like I said, even if I love you, I like you more than my friend. The fact that you're making me make that choice is automatically that's you a, lose the choice. That's pretty rough. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Eddie, on your uh, Tinder account, what do you say is um, some absolutely <laughs> knows? Well, it's it's hard to describe. Just jealousy up front, mm. you know. And something like this, I met somebody at a meetup. We exchanged phone numbers, and she said she had a friend who was sitting right there who was, uh, you know, Algerian. And I, I just thought that was really interesting. And I forgot her name. So I texted her. It's like, what was your Algerian friend's name? It's like, what, you expect me to play matchmaker? I'm not going to do that and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, <laughs> all I did was ask for her name. And I, yeah, I'm probably not going to text her back ever again because it's like. Yeah, those, over, those overreactions, I got you, yeah. Yeah, I see where that's going. And if it's just over somebody's name, then there's going to be jealousy ahead unless she, you know works for the March of Dimes or, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think, I think deal breakers and knowing what your deal breakers are is very important. I think, and I think What's you should your have, I was say, what, what about you? Oh, I don't have any. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> I'll smash anything. <laughs> Easy out. Um, uh, no, I, uh, other than the simple ones, like um, I'm a, I'm a person that grew up in in the church so i'd always, i'd want someone who had a similar upbringing in that in that regard you know what um, to, to address that i think a lot of people more progressive people are like you shouldn't let anything like that get in the way but i think yeah. with religion it's actually kind of important i acknowledge that some people might be religious and to them it's not important if that makes any sense like i am religious but it's not important to me that the other person is the same um I believe it's very important, especially if you anticipate having kids. It's something you guys should have. And that's what I kind of mean, though. Maybe it's not a deal breaker if you're not like this. You're not on the same page right. spiritually wise, but it is something that you can't just pretend. Right. That's, it's that's not what a I, big it's, deal. You can't pretend Absolutely. that it's not a big deal. Absolutely. And and for me, and, and because obviously 
people can date for different uh, reasons too. I dated to one day marry, find the person I was going to marry. And obviously religion would be a big part of that. Some people date for fun. Some people date for long-term relationships. And um, so it's up to them and you sure. know, to kind of decide what the, the deal breaker is. But anyway, let's get to what was, I should write down her name. Sylvia Smith says, um, is the 12 reasons, 12 relationship deal breakers that you shouldn't tolerate. Uh, number one, there is abuse in the relationship. Yeah. Well, that's, that's a given. Uh, yeah. Shame on this world that they need to be told that. Yeah. I, I don't even, that's not worth a discussion. That yeah. First, yeah okay. It's just, so yeah, yeah. If, if you're being abused, newsflash, you shouldn't be in that relationship. Right, that's not funny. I just picture somebody showing up to the first date and go, whack, how are you? Yeah. Yeah. Or even, and that's to go to the dark route. Like someone's like, oh man, I'm not sure. Let me look at this list. Uh, I'm being abused. Maybe I should get out. (laughs) (laughs) That's a tough one because it's like, I'm, I'm, I was usually one to find the deal breakers within the first few dates. Like I find a way to kind of figure out like what I'm looking for. And abuse is one of those that's going to be kind of hard to figure out in the first few dates. That's something that that, uh, the person kind of saves for when you're almost like, yeah, it's too hard to get out of it. So that's fair. I I get that. I mean, yeah, because you're not going to show your ugly side till like at least a year in. And then they start and then they start beating each other. Mental abuse. Mental abuse. abuse, Absolutely. Emotional abuse. I mean, there's several kinds of abuse and it's. Yeah. Um, Okay, but that's a. Yeah. Uh, number two, this is, this is good. Um, again, I haven't read any of these, so this is pretty fun for me. Uh, number two, uh, deal breaker, you're a secret. If you find out that your spouse, wow, spouse hasn't told their friends or family about you run for your life. Okay. Well, I'm going to say spouse. spouse. Is <laughs> <laughs> if you've waited till you're a spouse and then find out. Are you, then, oh and you, you still haven't met the, the parents or any friends and oh, you're married. Dear. That's a little dramatic, but I actually agree with the red flag. If you've been dating someone for, I would say, more than six to nine months, mm-hmm. and you haven't met a friend, you haven't met a sibling, you haven't met yeah. a parent. That means you're a side piece. Yeah. Just that, you beat me to it. Get over it. You're a side piece. And if they keep posting pictures of them by themselves that don't include you. Mm-hmm. Or at the very my, least. That's a semi-red flag. Yeah, or you're, you might not even be a side piece. Very possibly you're a side piece. But in, even if you're not a side piece, it's something like, oh, you're just... I don't want people to know you. Yeah. Um, or I don't want people to know I'm with you. Yeah. I think is the more. For for, for one of many reasons. Either one, that they're ashamed to be around you. <laughs> Two, they don't want people to see you with them because they don't want people to think they're in a relationship. Yep. So like there's there's levels to oh, where yeah. what that can mean. That's a good one. If you're a secret. Again. I, I can just I can just hear this, you know. I'll use a foreign name like Uta, a good German name. Uta, we can't date anymore because... We're not going to 69 anymore because you're <laughs> abusive to me and there's we're not Instagram official. Do you hear me? Yes, and. Yes, and. <laughs> or ja und. Ja und. Three. <laughs> Number three. Anyways. Plans are constantly canceled. Does your partner always seem to be ditching out on plans with you last minute? So flaking, stuff like that. Is that a deal breaker? I think this harkens more back to number two. I think like that that kind of well, I think it well, what's the, the reaction to the what's the reaction to them breaking plans? It's like d- dismissive. I am so sorry. Mm. Here's what came up. It's it's the reaction. So it's like we have lives. We have lives now, and we have lives before we met each other. But what's the reaction to that? Mm. Mm-hmm. That's a fair point. But I, I think that one 
trying to interpret uh, Sylvie's. Is that her name? S- Sylvia. Yeah. Sylvie's uh, Smith reasoning is. I think it's more just being non-committal. Like you made plans. Oh, and you can't mm-hmm. do it. So I think it's not just once or twice. It's like if it's constantly, you're always canceling. Or you're always backing out. It's not necessarily that you're a secret. It's just more like you can't stick to a plan. Yeah, like and and it could be a foreshadow for other problems. If they can't commit to yeah. a plan, they're not going to commit to a long-term plan. Like uh, mm-hmm. if you plan on getting married or if you plan on getting a house or getting a good job, whatever, if you're flaking out on the little things, it doesn't speak well for the big things. Yeah. There's a philosophy for you. Flaking out on the big things. Hmm. Uh, number four, substance abuse problems. Sitting down with a drink is a great way to relax. And let's be honest, having a buzz on blah, 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 blah. But, uh, Long story short, if they're substance abusers, that's a deal breaker. And you'll know that up front. You're, you're not going to have to wait. Yeah. That's not a surprise. Yeah. That's not a surprise. You're going to know. You're going to figure you out pretty quick. Yeah. But what about, okay. and because this happens, um, what about people who start dating in their you know early 20s or whatever, you know, kids start dating and they spend a few years dating, uh, long-term relationship, engaged, married, have a kid, and then one of them develops a substance abuse. Mm, whether it be drinking it's it's rough is it a deal breaker then so i'm I'm not saying it's always that simple but sometimes that happens and i think if uh yeah that's a that's i think i think the substance abuse thing and maybe she's alluding to the more serious ones because like i i know people who and i I guess i'm probably one of them who like probably drinks to excess Mm -hmm. but it's not like a problem that inhibits them from life Oh yeah, they like, call it functional. Well, no, no, not like. Not, I, yeah, I was gonna say that too, Mitch. No, I mean in the sense of like me, for instance. I'll say I do drink a lot, but mm-hmm. I, I don't drink during the day. I don't drink while I'm at work. Uh, I only like when I get home. I'm done with my day. I'm gonna have some drinks. Mm-hmm. So it's it's like yeah, I drink a lot, but it's not like a problem. Yeah. So that's where it's like if that's what I'm assuming she's alluding to when the substance abuse becomes a problem. Yeah. They're drinking. Okay, so hey, we're gonna have we're gonna go have brunch with my parents. And then they get hammered and, and get and are hungover and mm-hmm. can't get out of bed because they're just too messed up. Right now, it's a problem. Yeah. So I think if that's what she's referring to, then I would absolutely agree. And there's probably something more to that anyway. Yeah. Substance or not. Yeah. And it again goes back to who it is too. Because if it's like for me, um, or or you come to like come to find out that like, yeah we like a drink most nights and uh you know afterward yeah but never during the day i don't think mm-hmm. i drink enough to affect other people or my job or anything like that so i don't think it's a problem um then again if i were dating someone who's extremely religious who does not drink at all and thinks any habit uh changing substance is just a bad and a substance problem so it kind of you know you're gonna have to decide for your own what well, uh, i don't think you, mormons are your type anyway so i didn't say mormons i did i didn't say mormons <laughs> Well, all of our Mormon viewers. You come to these realizations pretty quick, you know, and if it's part of the relationship, you're going to know right away. Right. I don't think mm-hmm. anybody's going to say, Tommy Chong, I can't believe you. You know, it's like, you know, that <laughs> you know what you're getting into right away. It, there's um, that. And I can't help but think like with your example, like if I'm hypothetically, like I'm starting to date a chick and it's going well and maybe like three or four months into it, she slowly becomes a raging alcoholic. And I'm like, am I the problem? <laughs> am I the problem? Is this a red flag? For, for me or for her? <laughs> <laughs> but I think what Sylvia's point is, too, is don't ignore it. If it's a problem for you, say it's a problem. Yeah. Um, and rather trying to change someone you're dating or expect them to change down the road, deal breaker. Get out. It's easier 
It's easier before you get committed. Number five. Number five. We're blazing through these. We got, yeah. we got, we got a few more. Um, number five. Your partner isn't faithful. When it comes to cheating, put your foot down immediately. Well, how is that number five? I feel like that that's kind of like the abuse one. It's kind of obvious. Yeah. And obviously we could talk about what what cheating what what makes cheating cheating. So I know everyone has different limits. There's right. open relationships, et cetera. We could go into that, but we don't have to. Cheating just means whatever rules you've set have been right. broken. An act of unfaithfulness then. Yeah. Because yeah. even if you have an open relationship, I know people with open relationships, they still have rules. What are their names? Even in polyamory, they have rules. For science, what, is their, what are their names? No, but the, there's rules. And so um, my friend, she even said one time she got mad at her guy because he slept with a chick who was agreed upon out of bounds. Ooh, okay. So even though they have an open relationship and they're, they're very honest about it, yeah. he happened to, to sleep with a woman mm-hmm. who she like put on the no-fly list. Right. Like, the no-fly list. And, and she was very angry about it. And mm-hmm. they, they got into a huge fight. And it was as if like he had cheated. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's a different, obviously, like tone but at the end of the day i yeah but well i like how she phrased it number five uh, your partner isn't faithful whatever you decide on being faithful is and yeah. if you break that then that's that now that comes in the question though at what point is it a deal breaker and is there a point where you can pat is this like is there a level where it's just like no absolutely i don't care if we've been married 50 years and have kids and all that if they do it done or is there a point where Let's work on this. Like, yeah, you know, is it a yeah. deal breaker? I, I'm, I'm looking at this. They're like, if you're dating and within the first six months of dating, if a uh, deal breaker kind of thing. And yeah, if they cheat on you in under six months, then yeah. Well, and I think it's one of those things, um, before my current relationship, I, you know, I would, I would date a lot and there were times where I would be dating someone. It's only a few months and we're not like in a relationship and she would be honest and be like, yeah, I've gone out with other guys. I've done stuff because we're not exclusive. Yeah. So that's where, again, if she's talking about relationship, right? Absolutely. But if it's just dating, okay, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I think I was looking for relationship. No, like dating deal breakers. Like you know, oh, the, like when you're starting to meet somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but that's interesting to find out what I found. But uh, all right, number six, <laughs> they fight dirty. Brings up past experiences with intention of hurting, calls you rude or degrading names, gaslights you, attacks you instead of the issue, uses the silent treatment. A rule number one. See rule number one. Yeah. Pretty much. That's, what, what, yeah. Was, what was rule number one? Abuse. Oh, abuse. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's, that's all abusive behavior. Yeah. I like, I, yeah, I like that. Because this is something that, uh, what's the, I, I can't think of the word, but like if you have contempt for someone, um, there's some things that, even married couples can't overcome. And that is when one person just has contempt for the other person. And is just like, I don't see you as a person or a partner anymore. And they just bring up the rude attacks, personal stuff. Of course, it's no longer a disagreement. It's actually like, I want to hurt you. Yeah. 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 That is actually kind of, we should talk about in a different episode, I think. Mm. The, not necessarily in the relationship context, but like things that make you look at somebody completely different. You can never look back. Oh Yeah. That'd be a good one. Yeah. That'd be a good one. Anyway, seven. <laughs> oh, pop up. Okay, number seven. You don't feel good about the relationship. Okay. Oh, um, <laughs> hang on. <laughs> That's it. Number seven. Deal breaker. Deal breaker. You don't feel good about the relationship. I'm going to say before I read the description, this is wrong because every relationship, and you guys might correct me, but in my experience and all the people I've met, in every relationship, there comes a point where you have to choose to stay in the relationship despite how you feel. 
That's that might be honest. That might be honest. There's there'll be a point when you'll just say, you know what? I don't feel like being in a relationship, and not with me though. I haven't had that yet. But with everyone else, and I never will. And I never will. But with everyone else, I've noticed that there's a, always a point where you just don't like the person anymore. You don't like <laughs> anymore. You just don't like the person at the time. <laughs> Should I just keep digging this hole? Maybe. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I I think I know what you're trying to say. I would word it differently. Probably. I didn't think about this. But How I would think, you go ahead and word it. Go ahead and word it. The way I would word it, because I think it, it's the um, where you pass the honeymoon stage, and now it's um, it's it's no longer not necessarily. I don't want to fun. But now it is work because after, you know, you can only go to dinner so many times before that becomes boring. You can only go to the movie so many times before it gets boring. You can only do so much fun right. stuff for now. Okay, now we have to actually work in the relationship. Right. So I, I think that's what you're trying to say, that not that you don't like the person. Correct. It's that now it's just the fun level has dropped and now it's serious. Have we recovered? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but, but, by, but again, they're they're jumping between infidelity and just that spark feeling I think is what is what she's trying to say in this um my mom told me about this she's like look if you're if you're with someone and there there's just that off feeling if you're still in the first 6 months of dating and you don't feel that my mom said you don't feel that spark that extra spark first 6 months absolutely that's something yeah. that's like you you don't know what it is but you can't get away from this person it's that that x factor thing you just can't describe yeah it's the reason why so many toxic people stay together because they have that extra little thing. And it's not always about size. It's about just an X factor thing. Um, Muscles, of course. I yeah. like that. I like that. Um, yeah, and I, but I think you're right. If in the first six months of... like, I, Obviously, if you're with someone for years, there's going to be times where like, you're just tired or whatever. Right. But if it's the first six months and you're already like, oh, I don't know how I feel about this. Yeah. Like, so, okay, I retract what I was saying because, yeah, if it's still that initial dating period, if, you don't ha- if you're not feeling it quite right... If you're not out of the honeymoon phase yet, and you're already kind of not sure if yeah. you want to be with them. In the first few <laughs> yeah. months, then yeah, jump ship. Just be done. It's like you don't have to have an explanation if you're still within the first six months. Shake hands, walk away. Just walk away. It's like, I'm sorry. Okay, and what about the other end of that? It's been 30 years. Mm-hmm. There's no spark. It's like the kids are raised. You know YOLO. what? YOLO. YOLO. You know what? Uh, my neighbor growing up, I found out pretty much um, they were together for like 30 to 40 years. I think one of their daughters moved back in with them with her kids. Wow. And once the daughter moved out with her kids, the mom, now grandma, was pretty much looked at the guy and was like, he, he told us this openly. Mm. I would have never, but he, I guess she was just like, <laughs> well, all the kids moved out. Like, I really haven't felt that way about you for years. There's no reason to stay with you. Wow. Have a nice life. Yeah. And dipped. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And, and respect the honesty, but shit. <laughs> yeah. Holy crap. Yeah. I, I've heard more instances of wives doing that than men, quite frankly. I think women are probably more prone to to stick together for the kids mm. yeah they see you stick together and then once the kids are out it's like okay cool mm. thanks yeah. Yeah, i have the rest of my life mm. there's a uh there's a uh, that'll be an, an, another discussion that i've actually heard on a few occasions of that like what you were saying um they call it the 29th year effect or or venus's return or so it's one of the fucking Venus is in retrograde, or whatever the the Velociraptor in in quantity, whatever. Um, where m- usually women, it's kind of like the the midlife crisis. For whereas a, a dude in his fifties will buy a car, divorce his wife, marry some twenty year old, whatever. Hair. Yeah. Um, the the female version of that is right around age twenty nine. Women start realizing, okay, and it's usually with women who've married young. Um, I've had kids. I don't have a career. 
I'm done with this and just walk away. Just a complete change of heart that no one can really understand why. Um, but it's kind of like what, what Eddie was saying. Like, um, but that'd be a fun conversation, but, but that'd be, yeah. I mean, what I you, the point you make is, you know, people who've been married forever, their kids are moved out. There's no reason to stay together. There's no spark. There's no love. Right. Um, they're just tolerating each other. Yeah. yeah. Just tolerating each other. My, my response is, well, marriage was never supposed to be something other than a religious covenant between two people. And that's why you stay together is because you swore, you, you made an oath for life kind of thing. Um, and an oath for life doesn't really give out if you don't feel it anymore. So for, you know, and that's, that, that would be my response to it is like, well, if you don't plan on staying together for life, don't get married, be honest with what you want and do that. And then, you know, whatever, but it, uh, marriage in society today has changed a lot since what it was. Well, it's not, it's not necessarily religious anymore now. Exactly. Legal agreement. Right. So, but that would be my response. And I know it's not the, not really the, the zeitgeist, but no, it's fine. Well, really being around it, I mean, marriage, marriage is best for kids. It's good having two adults around Yeah, who ensure that ensure the, you know, upbringing of the children after that, what function is it? I mean, if you have a really, if you have a really good relationship and you want to cultivate that and continue to do so, then that needs to occur between two people. Mm -hmm. And if it ain't there, don't lie. And you know what, but I've, I've actually seen it the other way too, where, um, after they raise their kids, like I've from the bar, I've met tons of people and I've met people who literally once their kids are raised and out of the house, they're just kind of like, Hey, like high five. This has been great. Wow. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. Like they, they keep in touch. They're on good terms. It's wow. just like, I think uh, one guy told me, he's like, yeah, me and my wife, like we discovered by year 10 of having kids that like, we just can't really in a relationship wise stand each other anymore. Yeah. Like we were best friends, but we, we just can't do the relationship thing. So they raised their kids. And once the kids were done, like and out, they shook hands, signed a polite divorce and mm. remained friends. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. And it's hard to know what your philosophy of life is going to be at age 60 when you're getting married at age 20. There's that too. And Absolutely. So that's a, it's an interesting thing. How do we get started on this? Number seven was you don't feel good about the relationship. So rewind. Uh, <laughs> In the first six months, yeah. during the, the honeymoon phase, yeah. if you don't, like, I guess the metaphor would be, if during the honeymoon you're not sure if you want to be married to the person, yeah. maybe you shouldn't Well, it was on. it was one of the, like, the driving nails with... Uh, uh, one of my exes was, you know, it was kind of like we'd been together for a while and we were kind of, and I was kind of like, ah, you know, ah, you know, and uh, my best friend had said, look, this is supposed to be the good times. If you're like, not, if you're not sure yeah. now, you have your answer and that's it. And I was like, okay, yeah. I mean, yeah. But even uh, I have a friend and um, I'm not going to, you guys know him and I'm not going to say his name, but I remember he was with, um, there was other issues in the relationship, but he was with a, a girl for, I think about five years, five or six years. And he broke up with her uh, to me somewhat abruptly. Hmm. And uh, so we chatted and pretty much I think the quote he said was, I kind of realized that I was with her for five to six years. And in just being honest with myself, I had no plans on ever asking her to marry me. Wow. Like he just said, he's like, I, it's nowhere wow. now. Like I haven't thought of it. I, it's not in my head. Yeah. And he's like, why am I wasting her time? Oh, yeah. So he just, it was, it, to me, it felt abrupt. I'm not sure if they were actually sure. having issues, but yeah. to, to me, it felt abrupt. But he just, I don't know where it's like, this is over because... I have no plans on. Yeah. See, again, we go back to look, be honest with your, yeah. with yourself and with the person you're with about what you want and what your intention is. If you're just open-ended red flag. That's yeah. and, and speaking Honestly, imagine coming home to this person. You're supposed to be there with the rest of their, for your life, yeah. for my life, seeing their car in the driveway and going, ah, shit, wait, yeah. I got married three months ago, <laughs> but, but you know? Yeah. Yeah. 
it's that sucks too. Yeah. So you got to call a spade a spade at some point. Mm-hmm. This kind of goes into the number eight, which was uh, you uh, deal breaker number eight. You want different things. Mm-hmm. That yeah, that that's something. I think it, it's a it's an old trope, but like, if you want different things, that should be established pretty quick. Yes. Some of the examples she points out is uh, East Coast. You want the West Coast. She wants to save money. You want to spend money. He wants kids. You're fine riding as a duo. Weird choice of words, but okay. But no, yeah. <laughs> I want to stay a duo. Uh, yeah. You know, I'm thinking we should, we should have kids. Oh, no. I want to stay a duo. <laughs> I, I get it. It's just a weird. Yeah, weird that's phrase. a weird phrase. Yeah. But no, you're right. Especially with the I location thing. That. Yeah. Um, without going into details, I know someone who um, kind of got into a relationship with someone who lived in Europe, like from Europe. And uh, granted, a kid was involved eventually, but this guy was pretty much like, I don't like the U.S. I want to live in Europe. Mm. And the person's like, well, I don't, I want to live like where my family is. Yeah. And so when they actually did get married, I remember thinking like, this isn't going to last mm-hmm. just by on that just fact that, alone. Uh, yeah. And sure enough, it was within maybe like a year or two, yeah. they split. God. But no, that's... The, that that alone, that could be anything. That could be location of living, the yeah. kids thing. That could be what we talked about earlier. What religion right. are we going to raise right. the kids? Exactly. Like, so just be honest with that kind of stuff. And that is, to be honest, unless, like you said, unless you're dating for fun, yeah. like you're just trying to have a good time, that should be one of the first conversations you have by date five. Yes. Unless, unless it's just for fun. Right. But if you're looking for something serious, that should be by date five. Yeah. Because yep. then you can just shake hands. You got all this timed out, don't you? Day five? Here's what we're going to discuss. Yeah, I said by date five. <laughs> date, do we want Italian? You know? Date date five, not day five. Because I'll I'll text day her five. eight eight a.m. day five. All right. <laughs> if we had a kid, if we had a kid, I want him to have our names hyphenated. <laughs> or the first half of mine, last half of yours. Yes, that's a no. It actually, like it turns out, is like a big deal. Is people being honest about whether there's going to be a name change or not. Mm-hmm. And that was something that I learned in previous relationships that, okay, we should probably just like, like get that out of the way. Like one of those, like maybe not on the first date. Hey, so yeah. would you change your name? But like when, when you start being serious, be like, Hey, you know, this is the kind of things. That's, like, that's like a six month conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Which, which for me, I was like, it was kind of important. That's what I was raised with, whatever. Uh, but if you don't want to, I'm okay with it, but I have a preference. And if, if it's a no for you, then fine. You know, yeah. kind of thing. But we go our separate route. Ra- ways i just want my girl named jenna tolls burke <laughs> that was funny <laughs> cheers number eight mean, oh wait that was no. number eight you went everything okay number nine <laughs> fuck you um they're unbelievably selfish okay yeah. again if you need to be told yeah uh, okay that kind of goes back to the abuse one. Like, it's not a relationship if one's selfish, right? Well, going on a deeper level, but I mean, if it's if it's something that you're 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 going, wow, this person's really selfish. Yeah, let's fucking stop. Yeah, that's an obvious one. Yeah, this this list shouldn't be as obvious as it is. This is filler. I think like I think her editor said find twelve, and she was like, Shit. yeah. So she took it. she took the abuse one, and I got sh- this is Cosmo. We have standards. <laughs> we need a dozen. <laughs> and you know that you know some you know somebody's out there in the middle of a fight playing dirty going and you're abusive and I don't feel good. And <laughs> it, it makes me, it makes my we heart want different things. different things. <laughs> it makes my heart happy to know that somewhere out there, someone's writing a 12 point essay on why they're yeah. breaking up. 
Um, Number 10, they're always jealous. Healthy jealousy is totally cool when it inspires couples to treat each other better and not take one another for granted. However, controlling hack your Facebook and demand your phone password jealousy should never be tolerated. This is a sign of insecurity and can quickly develop into dangerous or abusive behavior. It's better to get out before it reaches that point. And, and it's good being experienced because you identify, I identified that right up front. And it's mm. just like, that's like after a text message, it's like, okay. Yeah. This speaks mm. to Mike, yours, your deal breaker of if, a, if uh, a, a young lady asked you to, or old lady asked you to pick between her and uh, a friend that's that jealousy kind of thing. That's that's a jealousy, like, like just yeah. exponential jealousy. Yeah, yeah. always jealous. Yeah, that's a yeah, pretty good one. Young, young or old lady, don't put me in this position. <laughs> Number eleven, two more. Number eleven, uh, you don't share values. See that you want different things. Was it you? Eddie's, you so, someone said that they needed twelve things. Yeah. So they're just yeah. they're taking other things and, and, and <laughs> just pulling them apart. It. Yeah. Come on, Sylvia. Jeez. Uh, Lazy. So be, yeah, we talked about that. We're going to get sued oh, for yeah. slander. I don't care. Uh, you may think that opposites attract, and that's true. No, it's not. But that doesn't always mean they take the best. They make the best partners. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, you're going to know that right up front. Yeah. You know? Well, I'm I mean, a baker, and she likes to put shit in her nose and her eyebrows. You know, it's like, okay, well, they you know... <laughs> It seems to me, though, like dating always start for me anyway. Anytime I've dated someone, it always started with, oh, we have this value in common. Mm-hmm. Let's try this out. So it, it kind of seems silly. But then again, I'm, I, I, I'm not dating in the hookup culture. So I don't know. These kids might be under it. Maybe. I don't know. I just like I, I said, I feel like we've already discussed that the one. dude on the motorcycle. That's what I think it is. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dirty dancing kind of. Mm-hmm. It was a good movie. I've never dated somebody who rode a Satan's chariot. Let me hop on board. She this rides. Way more exciting than choir. She rides, bitch. <laughs> I've Number never t- been a bitch before. Number twelve, last one, deal breaker. Number twelve. Mm-hmm. This last one, number twelve of twelve. Sylvia, don't let us down. Not brought to you by Gettle. Gettle air conditioning. Go fuck yourself, Gettle. Number twelve. You're always fighting. Yeah. Do you feel like you and your spouse? Okay, again, spouse. Holy shit. Do you spouse. feel you and your spouse are this is, always? All this, is, all, all this is marriage-centric then. I guess so, right? but like. You had to conclude with that. Deal breakers for marriage. It's, that's kind of dark. I mean. I, yeah. I feel like don't. Okay, so I believe as someone who's married and someone who's getting married. I'm married. Mike is getting married. Is, That's why I was is the clarity was, here. Yeah, uh, Eddie, someone who has Eddie's been married, been married. Yeah, I do think there are red flags for marriage. Yeah, there are red flags for marriage. So while you're married, there is potential for a red flag. A red like, flag. okay, I need to get out of this physical abuse. Sure. Um, I think there there are others too. There I can't are think others. Right we'll now. get into that. But deeper, yeah. heavier ones. Right. Yes. But so for this, I'm, I'm not even talking about the number 12. For her to keep saying spouse for some of this shit yeah. is kind of dumb. Because if I'm with someone, let's say we dated for five years, we got married, and I'm yeah. with her for 10 years. If I haven't ID'd some of this shit already, <laughs> yeah, then it's my own goddamn fault. Uh, yeah. So when she keeps saying spouse, I'm like, this is clickbait. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. You know, like just 12 Bitch, re- come on. No, no, uh, I, hey. I still think it's a good discussion. <laughs> 
But she should not use spouse. Because even in my head, I was like, is she just trying to use like a gender neutral term so it can go either way? Sure. But she could say significant other. She could other. say partner. Or she partner. could say, uh, uh, yeah, significant other. I think other, she's something. having trouble with her own damn marriage and wanted like 500 <laughs> bucks. And her name's, her name's not really Sylvie. That or oh. she's like on marriage number five and she's like, here are the deal breakers I've learned in my past four <laughs> I marriages. figured it out. I figured it out. Damn straight. Ugh. But that's what like you're always fight. Like all these are things that you can get from a funny rom-com that goes over like this. That could literally be the title of a rom-com. Okay. 12 reasons why like 12 this, red flags. This is actually a good, like, because everyone wants to listen to a bunch of, a bunch of dudes, talking guys, relationships. guys talking relationships, especially guys who, you know, grew up in the same area and are denying the fact that they're almost middle-aged. At least some of us are. I, I, yeah, I can't stop that. Um, denial I've accepted it. <laughs> But it, 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 so if there's anyone that knows about relationships, it's us. But yeah. one of the things that me and my wife discovered that was very different from my parents is my parents bicker several times a day, like all the time. They're bickering constantly. And it's just like, I guess it's their quote unquote love language, but I can't stand it. It gives me anxiety. It's it's like, and they've always accused me of being like avoiding conflict and, and shit like that. But I'm like, no, I, I, you guys fight about the stupidest shit and you get all worked up and you get anxious for no reason. Well, I think, I think the, diff- and I, I don't know your parents that intimately, obviously. Um, not that I wouldn't want to. Your parents seem lovely. They're anyway, right. they're all right. Uh, I think the bickering you're talking about is different than fighting. Right. Like yeah. this sounds kind of weird. One of the biggest arguments me and my lady have gotten into, ser- like a serious argument was whether or not Catherine Zeta-Jones was justified in lip-syncing at an Oscars ceremony. <laughs> like, that's a, yeah, that's a good one. Like, is, is that is that like fighting or is that bickering? Yeah. Bickering, I feel like, is... Even though me and her, we were both passionate. On, who slept on the couch that night? That's what I want to know because of that. Well, I guess... I, no I, one did. I should give more context. Exactly. My, my point is, I think, like, bicker, bickering, when I hear bickering, it's like, not okay. playful, but it's kind of, like, harmless. Yeah. Fighting is... You're, 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 you sound like your mom. Oh, yeah. That, well, that, that's damn. fighting. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. oh, that's exactly what your mom would say. See, it's something me and my sister both, after growing up in that household and then kind of going on to our own thing and realizing how we're different, is that our parents were always like, you know, you never go to bed angry. You, you hash it out right there. If you guys have problems, you hash it out right there. I came from a point of maybe not in front of company, but whatever. That's just how they do it. Um, my sister and I one time talked, she had been married for about a year and I, 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 I wasn't even dating my wife now, but at the time, and she had said that one thing that me and my husband kind of learned was it's okay to go to bed angry sometimes, as long as you resolve it eventually. Yeah. You don't need to fight right away. Cause you're going to say something that you didn't mean that it was like emotionally driven or whatever. Um, so it, I guess it was just, it's different. We're not fighting all the time. Like my parents do. They just don't wait. They just hash it out. There's a lot of apologies, a lot of yelling, but they, that's just how it works for them. And then getting that, I feel like there, there's different levels of it. Like you said, it's bickering, not yeah, fighting. Right. Because yeah. then, then if they, I would say if they didn't bicker all the time, that would eventually lead to a fight. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The difference between bickering and fighting. Probably. Fighting yeah. is toxic. Bickering is just hashing yeah. shit out. Right. I'm saying by no means do you just put it off and not have a fight. Yeah. If you have a fight, have the fight. Don't keep it bottled up because it will come out eventually. But, but, yeah. but, but then again, you know, what if, if you're proactive, what's, I mean, just, I've read a lot of books on emotion and 
just the money we spend on accounting for what we don't have. If you have a conversation about the way somebody is feeling and you get to the core of it, it can be very, very, um, you know, strengthening. It's mm. like, I see you're angry. Mm. Is this why you're angry? Okay. Let's talk about it. Cause I want to hear why you're angry. Right. Mm-hmm. Rather than yelling back, once it comes to an understanding, you—that's not a fight. That's really getting to know the other person. Yeah, I love that. I love that. And I I look forward to doing that. And I think uh, you're absolutely right. Unfortunately, I think a lot of people don't have that. I want to say almost emotional maturity, eloquence too, and and emotional intelligence. Emotional intelligence. Yeah, there you go. You just just, because they're emotionally driven, and it's like, well, I I hear this, and I have to be angry because of it. But I think you don't have angry you choose to be angry and maybe maybe this is the cynic in me but i do i do feel like there are people that no matter how compassionate or like kind you go about it they're still going to be defensive no matter what even if you're just trying to reach them emotionally they're still gonna get defensive they're not going to accept it i know people like that yeah and so i I do i completely agree with you eddie that Mm -hmm. it's really easy in theory but then there are people who no matter what you do they're going to get defensive and they're not going to hear you yeah you know? And people just fight differently too. It's like one thing we, we, my wife and I kind of established very early on, even in dating is that she had, I'm really good at drawing on words and making my point clear and just winning the argument. I'm good at winning <laughs> the argument. Like I can make my point and be done and I'm right. Is she aware of this? Should we not let her see this? Oh, she knows. Okay. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's one thing that, that I learned in dating her is that winning it, it was not important. It was like one thing I had to learn was that winning was not important. She had her point of view as well. And it was just as important as mine. The only thing I won at was finding the words before she did. And mm-hmm. so it was something that she and I kind of realized early on is that her fighting quote unquote fighting style is different than mine. And hers is okay. I'm not going to talk to you right now. I need to go think about what I need to say and I'll come back and, and say what I need. Cause she has more trouble finding the words and and putting it out and all, yeah and and she's she's brilliant in that way and it so was, you undercut that by just jumping in immediately and saying exactly, no I'm gonna- <laughs> exactly so if I'm feeling immature and bitchy I'll just say you know well this this and this this ha I'm right what's your answer no answer I guess I win oh you know, that kind of that <laughs> would you be- need scoreboard in the kitchen that's what <laughs> that's the key to a happy marriage yeah. is winning just all the time <laughs> <laughs> but it was something that you know she and i i was like because like, i don't want to win i don't want to win all the time i, I love not all the time i don't want to i don't want winning to be my priority i think that's actually i never thought of it that way but that's actually a good way to going about it is if there's an argument a bickering whatever the goal isn't to win the, the goal is to resolve yeah right? so to bring it back to the philosopher point of view is is the the platonic uh, platonic plato's philosophy of if I'm wrong, I want to be shown that I'm wrong. I want to be right. I don't want to prove that what I think is right. I want to think right. I yes. want to be right. So show me how I'm wrong kind of kind of thing. So, which is really easy to do in the moment when you're really emotional. Absolutely. So, and it doesn't hurt your ego at all. D- what ego? <laughs> I will say there are, not really with uh, my lady, but there are people who I will openly say I will never admit I'm wrong to. <laughs> Just for petty reasons, I'm just like I, I'm. I'm very. I'm very like I will always say like I could be wrong, and please, if I am wrong, same thing. Prove me. Prove me wrong. Right. I'm open to it. But then there's some people where I'm just like, I won't. I won't admit it to them. <laughs> I will die on this hill. Like, <laughs> it usually revolves video games or movies and stuff like that. But. Sometimes, sometimes not. I'm just. But it doesn't matter what it is. I'm just like I. I can't. 
to this particular person. You know, that. we're gonna have we're gonna have uh, the owner of Gettle on the an episode and be like, well, let me tell you why. Like, no, no, I will never. That as a fight, I will not stop fighting. Yeah. Are, are two of those people named Sister? Just curious. No, actually. Oh, okay, good. I disagree with my sisters a lot, but if they uh, if they have a sound point to prove, which they rarely do, um, <laughs> I'll admit it. Yeah. Awesome. My yeah, my, my sister. It's the opposite. I'm usually assume I'm wrong when any time debating my sister. It's kind of one of those like. I wish my sisters learned that. Yeah. No. <laughs> if I if I if I'm if I disagree with my sister, I have to stop and think. Okay, I'm probably wrong here. <laughs> Wait. Let me just hold on. <laughs> so uh, let me read. Okay, she has the bottom line. Life is far too short to spend it with someone who isn't worth your time. Uh, if your spouse is controlling, annoying, or won't seem to give you the time of day, it's time to call it quits. <laughs> annoying. <laughs> <laughs> or, I'm or not giving you the time of day. This is obviously a difficult decision. It's hard not to Google this writer and find out what her story is because who hurt her? Yeah, she sounds hurt. This is okay. This obviously is a different decision to make, but your future self will thank you when they've when they found someone who is better for them. Um, I'm also, I mean, I believe in deal breakers, but I do believe there is a point that once you cross it, you work on it. If they're annoying, well, sorry. (laughs) What you didn't, the annoyance just came up. Now, if somebody develops an addiction, yeah, you know, that's, that's one thing. Yeah. You didn't know they were annoying before. No, you just thought they were cute. Newsflash. Yeah. Every spouse will be annoying eventually. Oh yeah. So I have no doubt in my mind that I am. Do you know zero? Eddie, no, no, no. no. <laughs> Eddie, you're fine. You're not going to believe it. Yeah, I know. I, I just that annoy. Like, no, you, you're right. Because like, okay, bad example. But when I was younger, I had a friend who, like, I said I, I drink to excess sometimes, but it doesn't get in the way of my life. Right. It got in the way of his life. He would drink all the fucking time. Okay. Yeah. And so he started dating this chick who I also was good friends with, and so she would she was dating him. Like, not just casually, like, in a relationship, going for it. and Exclusively. Yeah. yeah. And then, like, I want to say a year into it, she she started getting annoyed with his drinking. Hmm. And I'm not saying she's wrong. Right. But. No, that's something she should have been honest with about up front. But that's what I mean. Like, she wasn't wrong, mm. but this was the person. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where we're going to, like, the annoying thing. Like, you know this person's annoying by date five. Yeah. So if you're married to him, you're not going to fix that's you're not going to fix him. Yeah. And if you're going to if you're if you're if you're going to go into it with I could fix this, don't be mad when you can't. <laughs> that's a that's a bad thing too. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Well, that's that's incumbent upon not the other person. And notice the article is like it's the other person. It's not me. I thought that too. To fix this person. Interesting. I kind of thought that too. You beat me to it. Interesting. I didn't think about but that. But with but with the fixing thing, I'm actually okay with a man or a woman going into a relationship going, okay, I like this person, but I don't like this thing. Maybe I can change them. I'm fine with them going into it that way. Um, what I'm not fine with is them getting mad when they can't fi- when they can't do it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Because then like, that's not the person's fault. Yeah. You know, that's not be, their fault. You have to be okay with maybe they won't change. Yes. Yeah. And if they don't, fine. Leave them. Right. But don't bitch about the the habit the thing well it was when when my wife got and I got engaged it was something that I came up front with like look I play a lot of video games and I'm not happy about it I know it's terrible I play way too many video games for too long I'll I'm 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 like I'll grind I'll play Minecraft for eight hours in a day and 
and the minute I'm off, I'm already craving wanting to go back kind of thing. So it's like, I'll be, I, and I was upfront with him. Like, I'm not proud of this. I hate that I do this, but I just effing love it. And I can't, you know, and there's no reason to it. Know that about me. I do it too much. I don't want to do it too much. I'm trying to work on it, but just know that about me. And, and not much has changed yet, but <laughs> she's been supportive. She's been, she's not been supportive. What I love too is that she doesn't give me the fact, you know, you do what you want. She'll if I play for eight hours and then I get off and she'll be like, really? Like, you know, it's like, <laughs> just she, disappointed. What, is, what does she do during that? I mean, um, does she sit in back of you? She should sit in back of you and cheer. I, that make it, that might work for me to not play as much. But, you're one of those things as soon as she's be the honest be the honest commentator it's like yeah you died again huh yeah yeah Man, you suck that zombie i saw that zombie coming and all you you know i just love this idea that it's like it's one of, it's like a kid almost and like they want to play football and as soon as the parents are like yeah you should really play football they're like oh, yeah <laughs> i don't want to anymore. never mind i don't want to yeah but that was i think that was an example of this is something that can change and can be fixed about me um but i don't want you to be I don't want you to divorce me if you if I even if I don't stop playing Minecraft because yeah it's really fun. Well, it turns into a lucrative hobby. Sometimes, uh, but yeah, yeah, not often. <laughs> no, but that that is something that's always irritated me when someone gets in a relationship knowing something about someone, right? And when that something cha- doesn't change, excuse yeah. me, they get mad at the person. Yeah. Well, my parents when they were dating, they had. They, they had separated for a while because my mom was saying to my dad, like, you party too much. Um, you say you're religious, but you don't practice it. Um, you're not, <clears throat> excuse me, you're not uh, principled in that way. That And so I'm, I'm sorry, but I'm just not going to, I can't do that. So they like had split up. My dad, this was back when they were in high school or whatever. He like turned himself around, didn't party as much and, and got more serious about going to church and all that and, and really showed the effort. And so they got back together and he stuck with it ever since. So it's- we'll see in that the, to, 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 I think that's kind of what I'm saying though too. Cause she was like, okay, this guy's not changing. Yeah. Cool. And then he used that to change himself. Right. Sure. Absolutely. Fine. But to go into something and, and expect someone to change for you without seeing it with, or or without least, discussing it or at least seeing the effort even like, well, and I think it depends on what it is. Like kind of like, okay, so I play video games too. Um, probably not as much as you. Um, anymore, right. humble bro. <laughs> but no, that like, makes it better. But no, if, if I if in my relationship and she knows it, I'm like, okay, I I do enjoy playing video games. And if she said, well, we're gonna work on that, I'd be like, oh, excuse us, excuse the fuck out of me. <laughs> yeah, I'm like what? Like that? I'm like, no. Even if it's something she'd want me to work on, she could just be like, okay, just so you know, yeah. I hope that something that changes. So at least it's on the table. Yeah. But for her to be like, <laughs> we'll see. And she's never done that, to be clear. I'm just saying, hypothetically, <laughs> she's behind the door right now. Like. <laughs> no, hypothetically, that's what I mean, though. Like that's a, that would be a red flag for me. Yeah, someone wanting you to change something about yeah. yourself that yeah. you like. Yeah, there was well, there was okay. An example of something I've changed, or at least I'm trying to change, is uh, my my wife is very sensitive to racial jokes, stereotypical like or, or any kind of jokes that right. I have to do, or any not like full on. Okay, so those this black guy and a white guy walk into it. Not, not like, Oh, you know, overt jokes, but any kind of racially insensitive okay. jokes. She just does not like at all. And it's like a, the biggest, I mean, non-sexual, but like turn off, like no, kind of you. thing for it. Like deal breaker esque kind of thing. And You're not we, getting any tonight, Mitch. You won't believe what I heard Dave, Dave Chappelle say. What? what? No, uh, but, <laughs> and it was something that at the very beginning, she's like, do not like, do not like no room for that. That's got to change. 
kind of thing. And I was like, yeah, that's a, that's a, that's okay. I better, you know, hold back on all my super racist jokes that I say all the time. Right. Just in day to day conversation. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> dropping, <laughs> dropping the racial jokes. I, I, I don't think we're going to have, we're not going to have, you know, just air conditioning not sponsoring us. I think Quiznos is going to, anyways. Yeah, but I like, we had to, but like, I had to like stop, like, okay, maybe I don't watch as much, like, Eddie, as you said, Chappelle show. Like, I don't watch as much Chappelle show around her anymore because just because she's hugely sensitive to that kind sure. of stuff. A lot of comedians that bring up those kind of jokes that I'm just like, okay, well, it makes her uncomfortable. So, and, but you know what? So, so that, that's fine too. Um, yeah. To where it's not that you, are being forced to change. It was just that you want to change. That's right. I get that. That's fine. I don't think she even, from what you said, like it wasn't like she asked it of you. She's just like, this is what I don't like. Right. And you were right. like, cool. Kind of, I'm not sure this, you, when you brought that up, it kind of reminded me of a different story. Um, you know, the woman in this story and after we, we get off the air, I'll, uh, I'll say her name, but a, a girl I knew. His and, mom. His mom. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> and one at the time, a really good friend of mine, they were dating for like, Two months. You're gonna know who I'm talking about. Okay. They were dating for like two months, and uh, some stuff happened, and he proposed to her mm-hmm. after two months, and everyone was like, "The fuck!" <laughs> like it was just, especially if you know the context of like what happened yeah. during that two months. It was like, "What?" <laughs> and then um, we were all in a play together. The play finished, and from that, this dude fucking vanished. Like I said, great friend of mine at the time. He vanished, and it turned out later on, um, maybe six months later, I found out they split up. And it turns out, like, the reason why he vanished was because he was like, I'm engaged now. I have to start acting like a husband. So he, like, at the time, I think he, like, dropped out of school, went and, like, got a job Mm. to support his coming family, Mm. and, like, stopped talking to all these people, like, all of his friends, because he was trying to to be a husband and be a provider. And, like, so he, like, ruined a bunch of friendships. Apparently, I don't know the whole story, but apparently, like, irritated the shit out of her to where she left him. <laughs> and it was just, it was just, we're talking about changing for people. And it was yeah. just, like, one of those things where it's, like, he, it was almost like a uh, contrived change. Okay, yeah. Where it's not like he actually wanted to change or, or anything. He was like, oh, this is what engaged people do. Right. This is what you're supposed to do yeah. is is provide. So, and, and granted, I think he grew out of that and he, he would want to become, like, a doctor or something. Damn. And he's, she she fucked up. He's a doctor mm. now. I mean, yeah. stories like this only occur in Rancho Cucamonga. I guarantee you. Maybe, but but it was just the example is he was try, he was like, and it felt contrived. It wasn't natural, right? Yeah, that he was trying to suddenly change himself into this thing. Yeah, and it just killed his relationship. It killed his friendships. And I think like later, like a year later, he actually like wrote me on like MySpace or something and apologized because there was other stuff going on between me and him too, not romantically. Um, <laughs> I went there. I went there. No, uh, it was actually, without going too far into it, a professional thing. I gave him, there was an opportunity for him that I picked him up with. And he was like, yeah, I'll do it. And then ghosted. Mm. And it put us yeah. a few steps behind and I looked like an asshole. Anyway. So there are, there are healthy changes. There are unhealthy changes. There are unhealthy demands to change. Demands to change. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess the crux of this list was, uh, First of all, like if you're going to write a list, yeah, I mean, make if, it worth it. If you're looking for red flags or deal breakers after marriage, you've already fucked up. Um, yep. <laughs> yes. Cause that again, I was, I would say I was going to say like 90%, but like most of these you should pick up in the first six months right. to a year. Yeah. So she's saying spouse. Yeah. Which is weird. 
you kind of she's already it. balls deep in it it's like okay, yeah there's everything wrong with my marriage i'm so stupid because i should have seen this how could i, I be omnipotent when i'm 29 i mean you I, know I, I, I was waiting for like 12 12 red flags to get out of a relationship right they start yeah. treating your kids bad <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm surprised. He, like, he won't let your 16-year-old go to the prom. What, what was that, Eddie? Doesn't put the cat back on the Lamango love butter. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's some like, well, I mean, there's a bunch that I, sh- I think she left out. Like, if you're dating someone and there's, okay, uh, family anticipations. Do you want kids or not? That's a deal breaker. Um, she she kind she kind of covers that in the... The things you want. The but things you don't want, but she could have taken that and actually split it up 12 significantly. things you want that could be deal breaker esque. Like, Th- this is, I think one of you said it. This is one of those things like she needed to hit a quota. Yeah. She needed to write an article. Yeah. So 12, 12 red flags. And really, yeah. I think in that list, I, I, I'm not going to do the actual math. There's probably only five real things in that list. Yeah. That she split up in the Everything 12. else is really uh, uh, yeah. Political differences. If you're someone who, if politics and how you vote is important to you, marry someone that is similar to how you feel. I mean, that's like something that you just, or just accept the person the way they are. It's like, you're going to have your view. Okay. I'm going to change like different points of view. I'm, I'm kind of an open book. If you got a better argument, let me hear it. Right. Sure. But if if I'm going to conflict with you, it's like, respect my point of view too. Cause you look just like a butthole to me too. You know, (laughs) I, I I know I seem clueless, but damn, you should look in the mirror, you know, but I love it. So take out close, you know? But but no, I think you you just hit a point. This list could have been easily 12 things, 12 disagreements that maybe you should leave the relationship or maybe you shouldn't engage. Right. right. Because politics can be one of them. Kids. Kids, kids. religion. Whether you want kids, where you're going to raise your kids. Location, where do you want to live? Where do you want to live? Mm -hmm. Yeah. These are all red flags. That could have been a list. That Yeah. This one kind of fell short. Writers. You guys froze. Okay, no. Nope. You guys froze for a second on my end. No, oh, we didn't. We're good. Yeah, we're oh. good. It's kind of warm in Stop here. Stop gaslighting us, Eddie. I will. Still you know, the will. biggest thing I got about this out of this is, Mitch, you said your dad doesn't party much anymore, so he still does party. <laughs> so, and your parents fight anyway, so... Yeah. I, you know, I, I, don't, don't worry, Mitch's mom. I'll bring him right back. We're just going to drink butter beer, you know? It's, it's all good. It's all good. Uh, and watch watch movies with side boob only, you know? Yeah. Like, a lot of the, the Burt Reynolds movies. Uh, yeah. Hats Bur- are Burt Reynolds side boob? Burt Reynolds side boob. Okay. Vanishing Point. All those movies. <laughs> <laughs> He's not even in that. You know? I know. I'm trying to think of a Burt Reynolds movie. Uh, Smokey and Smokey the Bandit. Smokey and the Bandit. Stick. Cannonball Run. Uh, Cannonball Run. Longest Yard, right? Deliverance. Yeah, Longest Yard. Deliverance. Deliverance is a good one. I've never seen that movie. Speaking of red flags and relationships. Yeah. If uh, <laughs> if you get bent over in the middle of the woods, red flag. I mean, if he squeals like a pig. <laughs> I, I've not seen that movie. Your guys are giving away like what every other comedian has given away. So. Spoiler. All well, right. yeah. you already know. On that Deliverance uh, note. Um, <laughs> Thank you guys for uh, participating in the review of this list. Uh, out of ten, what do you think, Mike? I'd give, I think giving it a, a four is a, is generous. That's pretty generous. Yeah, I'll I'd, give it a four. I'll give it a six because she hit on some. Well, I guess she did. I'd give it a five. I guess she hit on it. She hit on stuff everyone already knows or should know. And if you have to be told some of these, you're kind of you just give up. I give it a five. More generous than me. Yeah. Yeah, Eddie. I give it a three. Silvio, if your marriage is that harsh, 
Just say you have a problem with your man right up front. Here's what's wrong with him, and you're not responsible. Uh, Don't improve, improve them. Don't improve yourself. Well, and I I love that, Sylvia. I'm gonna start with you. The list was deal breakers you should look for, though. So yeah, I'm not. I'm never marrying Sylvia. I guarantee that. Well. Well, I don't know. I think they'd hit it off. You, you, you might be able to change already. Opposites do attract. I, I, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change her. I'm going to change you, Sylvia. You can call me spouse. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Well, thank you guys for, for joining me this episode. Thank you all for listening. Um, and if you find any lists that you think would be fun for us to discuss, if you come across any random, we're going we're gonna to try to find some just as many random kind of lists. I thought this was just a good jumping off point for Mitch's lists. And it turned into a conversation about relationships. Yeah. yeah. If uh, you think of anything, uh, top five drinks to have when you're going through a breakup. Um, hmm. You know, any, 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 any of that stupid shit. You know. Let me, let me, Rich, I, I can sense you reaching. I'm trying to reach you. Okay, yeah. yeah. I couldn't bring anything down, but anyway. But yeah, <laughs> if, you, if you think of anything, leave a comment, uh, like, subscribe, go fuck yourself. I don't care. But yeah. yeah. This has been uh, Mitch, Mike, and Eddie. Thank you guys again, and uh, we are Fake Philosophers. We'll see you next time. See you next time, folks. The finger gun. (laughs) And cut. (laughs)